this episode of ArcGIS Server Talk, we will discuss the difference between SOE and SOI, Server Object Extensions and Server Object Interceptors, coming up. Hey guys, it's Hussein. Before we jump in this podcast, I just want to let you know that I have a new course called Python on the back end. If you are interested in Python programming, especially with geographic information systems, and you want to take this to the next level and, and transfer this knowledge in the back end, consider checking out this course. It's on HusseinNasser.com slash courses. What you will be able to learn is you can build cool web applications and APRs with your knowledge of Python. You don't have to have like uh, uh, custom web applications all right, or IIS. You can just use uh, Python to do that. You can learn how to serve a basic website with Python at the back end. You can turn your existing Python libraries into web APIs to be consumed by other developers with other languages like uh, JavaScript or, or Go or, or C Sharp, right? Because you can build this integration using built services and APIs. You can learn how to build load balancers for your back-end Python services. You're going to learn how to install and use and deploy Jupyter Notebooks. I talk about that as well in the Python of the back-end course. You can also, you're going to learn how to talk and deal and interact with Postgres database. So you'll learn back-end database programming with Python and Postgres. You can learn how to connect query, write, and comment transactions. So very basic, like it's, it's like really designed for all levels. Check it out, www.hosseinnasr.com slash courses. With that said, let's jump in the podcast. What's up, y'all? This is your host, Hussein Nasser from iGeometry, where we discuss software engineering by example. This episode is a little different. I'm actually recording this on my Mac with all these equipments. But actually, I'm recording video as well, all right? But I'm going to make this uh, video available on YouTube and the audio version, I'm going to make it available on my podcast application, which is Anchor. Okay, usually I only record the audio version and then just uh, upload that to YouTube. But I'm going to experiment something different, right? It's 2019, so all about experimenting different things. Hope you guys like it. It's just the only difference on YouTube, you'll see me just talk to the mic. That's the only difference. I'm not going to put any graphics or anything like that. Maybe. But uh, that's the only difference. You can still listen to the podcast regularly. HosseinNasser.com slash podcast. The episode will be there available after I post it. But let's get to the episode, actually. So in this episode uh, of ArcGIS Server Talk, episode 13, we will discuss the difference between the server object extensions and server object interceptors. Okay, so ArcGIS Server, for those who are new to this channel, who we just met, my name is Hussein. Uh, I'm, um, I'm gonna say expert, but I've been working with GIS for the past 11, 12 years now. Uh, that's my major mm, field, I guess. Yeah, I've been working with that. But I'm a software engineer, right? Just like if you're a software engineer. I've been developing, writing code, same thing. It's just like you know, my my... My specialty is geographic information systems, okay? And uh, you can see I've written a lot of books, uh, a lot of courses, then a lot of 
stuff on GIS. Check those out. But today's topic is ArcGIS Server. ArcGIS Server is actually a technology that pulls, it was designed to, in a way to, to solve certain problems, right? So there are complexities uh, when working with GIS systems. Like, and the complexity was essentially multi-user experience. Like uh, every application on like a desktop machine or a laptop or wherever, right? It talks to a database directly. And uh, the problem with that is like that the application becomes really heavy because it needs the application needs to understand how to talk to the database, right? It needs to have logic to have to have all these libraries, all the client libraries to talk to the database, to write certain spatial types. To it, it, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Like the, there are certain protocols that the communication between the database and the client you have to be maintained. You have to have the cor correct libraries to talk to the database, and not only that, other stuff as well. Okay, so that uh, that obviously increased the cost of a client. Client have to be have more resources, more RAM, more CPU to do all this heavy lifting, right? So ArcGIS Server came as a technology, it's like a three classic three tier technology that you guys are all familiar with to push all this logic at the back end. Okay, have the database at the back end, and then the logic to do the spatial analysis, the spatial rendering, the geographic information work, the work heavy, the heavy load work, and the backend on the server, okay? And what is to get exposed essentially is pure HTTP services, which is now the de facto standard for communicating with services, essentially, right? And that allows clients to be thinner, right? So now mobile devices can talk to the services, Laptops, a Chromebooks can talk to the server. You don't have to have all these. Any you can you can have essentially any operating system instead of just the operating system that your application works with, right? You started have you started to be more extens extendable, essentially extensible. Cool stuff, right? So now that now that have we moved everything to the server, there is a problem, right? How do I extend that? How do I run my own application? My application really needs to be very close to the database for performance reason. I do a lot of queries. I do a lot. My application really does, for some reason, it just it's very chatty, okay? And I can't try it in another way, right? So I have to be on the server next to the database so I can do all this chattiness with the database, right? I'm going back and forth. I'm going to do multiple queries. Obviously, you can always rewrite the application to be more uh, performant, more uh, I guess efficient in case of uh, network uh, networking and all that stuff, but you can always do that, right? That's why server object extension is OE and server object interceptor came into place. These are like oh, uh, now it's been it's, I mean, six, seven, eight years now. Technology's been there forever, but I wanted to talk about this in this podcast, right? So the first thing, server object extension, okay. So an extension is, uh, when you deploy ArcGIS Server, you get out-of-the-box extensions. And these extensions are uh, Map Server, Feature Server, and a bunch of other servers. If you, like, if you have Utility Network, you get Utility Network Server, Virgin Management Server. And these are essentially extensions that inherits from the Map Server, which is the Map Server that gives you the basic stuff, which is query and certain things right it returns basic image right feature servers like more more sophisticated but what we do essentially is that you can continue to extend right you can build your own extension 
So let's say, so why would you build an extension? That's the first question. Why would I, why not I always use that? You can, right? But there is cases as we explained is for performance reasons is like, it's not really easily done in the client. You want to do all this stuff in the server using perhaps ArcObject or C-Sharp or ArcGIS Enterprise recently. Okay, so let's say, let's take an example. Why would you want to do this? Um, let's say uh, you're building in like um, an application that uh, does certain excavation. Okay, you like uh, the user draw certain polygon on an area and uh, you want to just track this excavation that goes in the field. Okay, you want to build a little application that actually cal co um, calculates the uh, the price of the estimated price of this excavation. So you need to take care of a lot of stuff, right? So you need uh, perhaps uh, another layer that uh, shows you the soil type, how how hard are the rocks, geology layers, are there any trees, what type of trees, are there any rocks, and then you start calculating based on certain metrics, based on certain costs, based on certain vendors, how much is this is going to cost me, right? So imagine you're going to build this application in the client, in the, in the browser or a mobile application. Obviously, you, you can do this. It's, it's not entirely impossible, right? You can build this without a server object extension. You can query, like the moment you build a polygon, that's a polygon. So you get the geometry and then you send a request to the server which the, the method exists, spatial query, query, hey, give me all the trees inside this polygon. And then you go back. And then, hey, you get five trees. What are the types? Uh, probably you give the, all the types with it, right? And the, the tree of type, uh, this kind of tree will cost this much to excavate or to cut, right? Or, or, to, or this vegetation stuff. This kind of tree will cost this much. This will, kind of, all, all this, it depends on the size, obviously, and that stuff. And then you still obviously needed to query other services. Perhaps in the same, so you, you have this published as a service, right? You're going to publish that and says, hey, what is the cost of this? Maybe you want to talk to SAP HANA to get this information. I don't know, right? So you start doing all that stuff. There's a lot of round trips going on. And round trips are very, 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 very expensive, right? Especially with, um, especially when, when you are like an intermittent network connection. Taking a little break there, sipping my coffee. But what are you gonna do is, you can pull this logic and write it as a backend server object extension, okay? And you can expose your own method. Let's say, create an excavation, right? And that create excavation method, instead of calling the raw apply edit, or using JavaScript API to call this write apply edit, now you have to go your own route, right? You have to go, you have to call this service using REST, right? Yeah, because you're extending on REST or SOAP. SOAP is dead, don't do that, okay? Just just use REST, right? So you're gonna do uh, on REST, okay? And then uh, you, what you're gonna get back is essentially the result that you want. So you'll get at the back end, you'll get a geometry, and then that geometry, you're in the back end, you're free to do all these kind of queries, obviously to a certain limit, right? So you'll you'll query the tables you want directly. You might you, you might even 
like another reason is like some of these tables you don't want to expose to the client you only have to be absolutely secure on the back end right let's say these prices you don't want the prices to be queried of the service right that's another reason to build a server extension hiding your intellectual property your ip right uh, if you have certain tables that you want exposed to the clients, you don't want users to see these prices because if a client can do it, any user can do it, right? You can just hit the reason point and read these prices and read all this information that you want to hide. Okay, that's the reason of building a server object extension. The advantages, obviously, you it's easier, I guess, right? And uh, the clients now just hit that and the clients are now kind of simpler to write because you're writing against that the problem with this is um, now your clients actually locked down to your technology if you build a server object extension right nobody that has ArcGIS server can use uh, your application unless they have your server object extension right because uh, you just build an extension and just like this sticky technology right essentially you know any client they want to use this he says like where is this method i don't have it oh you have to install this extension on the back end this is like some people don't have this and it's not really portal pull if you think about it so uh still another another method of extending the arcgis server is server object interceptors okay so server object interceptors that's like you know what i love the current applications or, or queries and, and, and built-in methods that ArcGIS server has has yeah and uh, I just want more really I want to do some post and pre-processing before calling this method so let's take an example if uh, if your application like uses the vanilla apply edit or query all these beautiful stuff that every server has it then you might want to add an interceptor on the on the back end it says hey for every if someone trying to create an excavation for example right i will intercept that and i will i will intercept that and I, in the in the way back i will query more information get the price of the excavation and then return it with the payload of apply edit something like that so uh, the user what what they will do is like they will create an apply edit right they will create an excavation as a feature using the vanilla applications that everybody uses right but th they will get instead they will get extra information obviously without breaking the api right so you're going to get more information from the server and then up to the application to start using it right if you the application will just hey look for this information and then just inject it there and then you can just calculate the price so you're now essentially not creating your extension but you're just manipulating essentially the the out-of-the-box request another another popular usage for this is like hey you if someone hitting your server and they are like downloading some images or some maps you might want to add uh, some watermark for every single image that people download that is definitely a use case for uh, server object extensions right so that's pretty cool right cool stuff so 
pre-processing, post-processing stuff, and you can build these stuff with the server object extension or the server object interceptors. You can build your own like constraint rules if you want, right? On as an interceptor. Okay, so let's say, hey, I don't want people to create certain features without these fields, right? Obviously, in SRI, we have uh, uh, worked on, uh, I was, I personally uh, managed the attribute rules project, was the product owner there. So I worked on really closely on the attribute rules project and how to basically do this deep down in the geodatas. I'm going to post a blog about that as well. All right, but in general, that is all for us today, guys. ArcGIS server, right? Server object extension, server object interceptor. Have you used them? Have did you did your organization ever implement that? What was your experience? Let us know in the comment section of YouTube, or if you're listening to this in Anchor, uh, go ahead and download the Anchor app. It's a pretty cool app. And uh, what you want to do is just go to my profile, Anchor.fm/slash/hnasser. H-N-A-S-R, and then you'll see a voice message. Just leave me a voice message with, with your experience. If you have any questions, I might take your question and actually create another podcast of based on your question, if you allow it, obviously. All right, guys, uh, that's all for us today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.